Hi, and welcome to Untethered with Genless, the podcast that's here to help you break free, be you, and unleash your inner brilliance. I'm your host, Jen, and in this episode, we're going to talk about choosing a word of the year and how choosing one single word can create worlds of change in your life. Let's dive in. Hey there, unicorn. It's Jen. Welcome back to the podcast for this untraditional Thursday thread. It's a Thursday thread. (laughs) Kind of is a Thursday thread because I'm threading out a little piece from my own conversation on Tuesday. You don't have to have listened to Tuesday's podcast episode in order to get some good things out of this one. You can pause and go listen to that one if you want to come back, but I like to read things out of order. You know, I'm one of those people who will pick up the magazine and open up to the last page and see what's there, like go to like a middle to last actually is kind of my favorite place. And then I go back to the beginning. Anybody else that way? I know that magazines are curated for a very specific journey, (laughs) but I like to go to the end. And sometimes I even do that with an article. I'll skip over all of the beginning stuff, which so often in articles, the beginning stuff is just like basic information that you already know. So I always go and I get the meat. So here you are. If you're just here on Thursday, getting the meat. (laughs) It's a weird metaphor. (laughs) But I'm excited to talk to you today about my word of the year, why I chose it, what I feel it already supporting me with. Because those of you who did attend my word of the year party this year, thank you. It was so much fun. We had such a huge powerful crowd. It was just like the most fun. We had so much fun that day. I had so much fun. I hope you had fun. I heard good feedback that y'all had fun. Um, But for those who maybe couldn't or didn't, and even those who did, now is a beautiful time to check in and start to see, you know, over the past couple of weeks, maybe you've been working with a word. Maybe you're still deciding on your word. Maybe you had already chosen one back in December. Now is a beautiful time to really check in with yourself and what is feeling good and what you might have already learned along your process. So for myself, I chose the word this year, space. And I chose that word by following the practice that I teach in my word of the year party, which is supporting us in feeling into the end of the year. How do I desire to feel? What is that feeling that I know is meant for me at the end of 2024? How will I be showing up? How will I be stepping even deeper into my purpose? How will I be having so much more fun? Like, What are all of the things that I feel myself experiencing? I know that this feeling is meant for me. That is where we choose our word of the year. Now, sometimes that word can feel like a little bit of a double-edged sword or it's got one little, it's like it feels really good on one side and there's a little bit of an edge. I've chosen words that feel both ways. I've chosen the word delight. There was no edge to it. I did. I found throughout the year that there was a huge edge to the word delight because there was so much discomfort for me in delighting. <laughs> that was a word I chose in 2020, by the way, the year of the pandemic. But this year's word, for me, already has the edge to it. (laughs) When I felt into the end of this year, how does my heart, how does my soul, how does my being, what, what am I feeling pulled toward? The word space came up for me. The word spaciousness, space, slowing down, 
all of a lot of words in that realm were really feeling powerful for me. The feeling was of openness and time and feeling like I am being very intentional. All of those things are what I was feeling. And that terrifies me. <laughs> I'll just be straight up honest. It terrifies me. And in fact, I have picked back up a yoga practice. I'm I'm going almost every day doing yoga. And one of the things in yoga is spaciousness. In fact, it was in when the word really fully landed for me. I was in a yoga class that was yin yoga. Have you ever done yin yoga? It's slow, intentional poses. So slow, <laughs> so intentional, so long in those poses. And I was miserable. I was like, this feels, I felt itchy. Have you ever felt, I feel this at the full moon too. It's like itchy in your bones. It's almost like a restless leg feeling that I was feeling during those poses in that class. And I realized how uncomfortable I am with space. And at the same time, it's the way that I envision myself at the end of this year is so much spaciousness. When I envision even where we're living, there's space. There's space for more people to come and visit us so that I can entertain and really enjoy it. There's space for Joey and I to move around, for him to have space for himself. I'm inviting more space, a more spacious kitchen, a spacious balcony where we can step out. You know, so those are the things that I am feeling. And what I know and what I would love to share with you is that it's not about the things, it's not about the balcony, it's not about the countertop. <laughs> it's not about the bedrooms. It's about the feeling. It's always about the feeling. We forget that we are feeling beings. If you look at it from a certain way, you could see it as we are souls who came here to feel because that's what the human body is capable of. You are capable of feeling. And that's really what we are seeking is the feeling. So whether you're a business owner <laughs> or you're a human, you're a teacher, whatever you are, we always have to remember this is something our society has really forgotten because we've numbed ourselves out is that feeling forward. We are feeling beings. We care about feelings. We buy based on feelings. We do not buy things based on logic. We do and we buy things based on feeling. The behaviors that we do are connected to a feeling. And that's why I find it so important for us to choose feeling words with our word of the year. Or if it's not a feeling word that you've got underlying feelings attached to it, that you feel the word. The, the word itself, even if it's not a feeling word, you feel the word. That's what matters, if that makes sense to you. It's not that it's a, like you look up a list of feeling words, it's that the word itself invokes a feeling in you, which the word space invokes a lot of feelings <laughs> in me. And I know that that's what is meant for me is more spaciousness. What I'm really comfortable with is pressure. And if you're somebody who is really determined and really stubborn and likes to get things done and is always busying yourself, you likely have this internal pressure. So my goal this year is to release that pressure to intentionally open. And I've already had opportunities to do that. <laughs> As I spoke about in Tuesday's episode, we got this dog, Alfred, aka Alfredo Noodle. Alfredo, he's our little Alfredo. He's kind of the color of Alfredo sauce. We didn't actually name him after Alfredo sauce. We named him after 
Alfredo sauce. We named him after Batman's butler, Alfred, who is very classy. Our Alfred has two sides of him. He's got the classy Alfred from Batman, and he's got wild Alfredo noodle boy. (laughs) So he's the tale of two dogs for sure, but we love him so much and making space for him and making space for him to be in our family, to be in my workspace all day, every day, to be working with him as a colleague, making space for him has made me pause and create space in my work schedule to create space in my actual body. He can be, I say he can be so frustrated. I can get so frustrated. He has no training, lived his entire life in a kennel. And I have had to learn so much in the past few weeks about my own internal pressure that I feel when frustrated or that I feel when we're not getting things done as fast as I want to. I love to go for nice, long, powerful walks, hikes every day. I cannot go at the pace that I want to go because I have to stop every time he pulls and retrain him. Oh, the patience, my friends, (laughs) the patience that this is requiring in my body, the space that I, I pause and I give myself a breath and I give myself that intentional space. One of my favorite methods that I've learned is to push your fingertips together and take a breath. So I will go from index finger to middle to ring and then back while taking a couple of breaths and shift my energy. I'll do that pulse breath, which is two breaths in, two breaths out, and give myself some space and a moment. And then we keep moving forward until the next time he pulls, which is usually like five steps. (laughs) So I have been already experiencing space. And one of the things that I'm doing too is creating affirmations around what does what does space feel like for me? Space feels magnificent. Space feels open. It feels like wow when you step out on a balcony and you see the spaciousness, like you just see that view. That feels like wow, like so magnificent. So all of these words are feeling words that are supporting me in this over arching idea of space, which I can also feel because it involves all of these words. So these, this is what you can do, whatever your word is. There's been so many fun words that came out of the word of the year party. There was nurture, community, connection, magnificence, radiant, shine. So many amazing words that have come out of this party capable was one that somebody said the other day that was my best friend's word last year and somebody else has chosen that word for their word of the year this year. So whatever that word is, feel it on a daily basis and give yourself a breath and give yourself space <laughs> to experience that word, especially in the moments where we notice that we're starting to get a little bit tense or tight. That is the perfect moment to lean into your light which is leaning into your word, leaning into your intention. If you're not a word person, maybe you've got a phrase, maybe you've got maybe you've got goals, whatever it is that for you works to support you. In those moments where we are most in resistance, that's when we lean into the light and into the fun and into what's possible for us, which is that word or that phrase or that thing that you were doing to support you. So if you notice yourself feeling those feelings in your body, we get to intentionally take that breath and to shift. And I have been doing 
plenty of that already. Let me tell you, this word of the year is already bringing me so many lessons. It's bringing me quite a workout. It makes me laugh because Alfred closed out my year last year (laughs) with, I was ready. Ready was my word of the year. And he was my last opportunity to be ready to get a dog, to get my first rescue dog, (laughs) to have this experience. The universe decided that I was ready for it. And now in this year, he is the number one thing that is supporting me in creating space and experiencing what does it feel like to offer myself that spaciousness. So what does it feel like for you to offer yourself radiance, to offer yourself connection, to let yourself feel joy? We can offer these things to ourselves. And that's where the power really starts to come in when we stop looking for it outwardly and we recognize it's already here. Like I can offer it to myself because it's already here. I can simply tap in. And for me, I was just doing a podcast interview this morning with somebody speaking about this. That is what breathwork does for me. It allows me to come home and to remember because It's so easy to forget. In fact, I believe it's part of the human condition that we intentionally forget so that we keep working (laughs) toward the thing that we are really here to do. Because if we simply remembered all the time, we would just be floating through life. So I think it's intentional that we forget. The more that we can come home to what we truly are with that conscious awareness of some of the resistance that we have faced, we can shine our gifts in the most beautiful way possible. And when I come into the breath and when I remember to use my breath and when I go into those deep meditative journeys held in a safe container (laughs) by somebody who can support me, I'm allowed. I let myself, I offer that opportunity to myself to connect with it. The more we connect with that light and we memorize that light, the more we can be shining it, even in those moments of resistance. and. We learn to offer ourselves very deep and intense compassion in the moments where we feel like we can't (laughs) or where we realize we didn't. Because sometimes, you know, there there have been those times where I, you know, yell stop at Alfred and I'm like, I know that's not supportive. (laughs) I know it's not supportive for me to yell stop at him and the positive reinforcement is going to help so much more. But sometimes that internal pressure wins. (laughs) Going to be fully honest with you. Sometimes that internal pressure wins. And I have to take a step back and offer myself love and care and compassion for that moment where I yelled stop at him and I look around at the park and I'm like, oh my gosh, all these wonderful dog owners are judging me now, right? For me yelling stop to him. But that's just part of being human. We all have those moments where we we don't live up to what we feel like is our highest and best. And they're just, those are the biggest learning opportunities. Like we get to learn in those moments. And if we didn't have them, we wouldn't be learning those lessons, right? So I think that it's just really, really important that we see that that is such a huge, important and vital part of the human journey. Going through these hard things is what allows us to be vulnerable with other people and to support them. And that's like so much of what this is, is each of us going through our own journey and then turning around and supporting others with it. If you're doesn't matter what you do for a living. Um, But if you're a coach, somebody who really feels that call to support others with your gifts, this is huge. (laughs) This is huge. The compassion 
that you can offer for yourself in those moments allows you to offer so much more compassion for your clients. This is true if you're a leader. What you recognize in yourself and move through for yourself in terms of letting yourself feel your feelings, letting yourself feel the pain, letting yourself be vulnerable and have that experience, (laughs) letting yourself give yourself space and release the pressure. All of those experiences, the deeper you go for yourself, the deeper you can go for others. So for me, this entire experience (laughs) that I am having and the lessons that I am learning along the way, a single word is guiding this entire thing. One word, space. Now, there's a family of words that are so beautifully supportive around that word that I get to find. But when I get lost and when I feel that pressure, when I go off the rails or when I have that, you know, curled up in the ball crying spell, I remember, oh, I get to offer myself some space here. And within that space is love and is compassion and is joy and all of the things that get to fill that space. So for you, you might be having that wild crying spell and you remember, oh, Where does nurture come back to the nurture? How can I nurture myself in this moment? And then as you nurture yourself, when you have other stressful experiences, say your husband irritates you, you can pause and say, how can I nurture our relationship? Oh, that might be by nurturing myself right now in this moment because I'm frustrated (laughs) and I'm irritated. So use that word. Keep coming back home to that word and let yourself feel it. That starts with offering it to yourself. Let yourself feel nurtured. Let yourself feel connected. When we allow that to happen, so often I use the word let, I use the word allow, I use the word get so often because we feel <laughs> we we feel the have to and the should and the could. And those aggressive words actually block us off from a lot of the goodness when we realize it's empowering to realize, oh, I get to let myself do this. I get to let myself feel joy. I get to let myself feel radiant. What? (laughs) It's a huge shift. It's a huge shift. So invite more of that with your word. Take this moment today to pause and reflect. What have I learned so far with my word? Where has that word shown up for me? Where have I let myself feel that word. What are those moments? Celebrate the moments where you did feel radiance, where you did feel space, where you did feel nurtured, where you found that connection. Find those places where it has already shown up for you because when we celebrate those moments, we will find them more and more and more. We can also recognize those places where we didn't, but we can celebrate the awareness right now. Oh, I didn't offer myself (laughs) that in that moment. I didn't feel limitless in that moment, and I could have. Then we get to celebrate that we're recognizing this right now because that's what it is, is closing that awareness gap. The time from when it happens to when you're aware of it. The more we notice, the, the tighter that gap gets, and you can get to the point of having awareness immediately. And once you have awareness immediately, you can start to get to the point of having awareness before you even say a thing or do a thing. That's when it gets really really powerful. That's where the manifestation starts to happen because you're shifting things before they even happen. Ooh, isn't that amazing? (laughs) So use your word. 
or your phrase or whatever it is that that you do. You know me. I I love the word, the simplicity of it. The human mind is so lazy if we convolute it with, you know, like a huge word or like a or not a huge word, but a huge paragraph, we will forget because it's too much for the mind to remember, but the mind can keep coming back to that word, making it such a powerful way to create worlds of change in your life this year in 2024. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. It means the world to me that you would listen. I would love to close this episode with a very brief breath. So if you'll join me in taking an inhale in through the nose and exhaling out through the nose, make another one of those inhale through the nose and exhale through the nose. Now begin rotating that breath. You can close your eyes if you're in a space where you can. Just continuing to breathe into the nose and out through the nose, starting to extend the exhale. Bringing that air in with a nice full belly, expanding the belly and slowly releasing that exhale. As you continue to breathe this breath, feeling your sit bones beneath you meeting the surface. If you're sitting, feeling your feet on the ground, on the floor. On your next inhale, drawing your shoulders up to your ears. And on your exhale, Letting those shoulders go, letting them drop, letting yourself sink into the surface, whether you're sitting or you're standing. Inviting that word or that phrase, whatever it is that is serving and guiding you this year, your intention into your heart. Taking a breath into the heart space. Letting that breath go. Once more, breathing into the heart space. Exhaling, relaxing into that feeling. When you're ready, bringing your awareness back to your feet, to your sit bones, blinking your eyes open, coming back, remembering that intention that you have, memorizing that feeling in your heart, in your body, carrying it forward with you today and every day of the rest of the year. Thank you again so much for being here with me today. If there was something in this episode that really touched home for you and you want to share it with a friend, that would delight me. (laughs) Take a little screenshot of this episode, cover art, and share it on social media. Tag me, Untethered Jen, on Instagram. If you tag me, I will always reshare your post. Thanks again for listening. You just keep shining your magical unicorn light out there for all to see. See you next time.